God says to Solomon in our first reading today, Ask something of me, and I will give it to you. Imagine God asking you the same thing. If you could ask anything from God, what would it be? As I uh, was praying with the scripture, I couldn't help but uh, think to myself, gosh, this is my prayer. I stepped into Solomon's shoes for a moment, who had just succeeded, you know, his father David, the priest king of Israel. And Solomon is young. He's, he's now, for the first time in his life, tasked with governing teaching and sanctifying God's people. He recognizes this great responsibility he's been entrusted with, and and he recognizes who he is in the service of, ultimately God. And so he asks God, give your servant, therefore, an understanding heart to judge your people and to distinguish right from wrong. For who is able to govern this vast people of yours? <laughs> I just returned um, from Philadelphia. I was at a conference uh, at Villanova, the Center for Church Management in the School of Business um, at Villanova. It's, it's a conference that's put on every year for new pastors. Um, and it's all about financial planning, administration, which is an integral role of a pastor in every parish. Um, you know, when you look at that word, I learned this this past week, when you look at that word, administration, um, you know, most of us like, are kind of, you know, like, oh, you know, it's a necessary evil, you know, <laughs> administration. But if you, if you parse it out, odd in Latin means toward. And administration is where we get the word ministry. So it's toward ministry. Um, and so I think it was just, when I was praying with this, it was just so fitting that this reading comes up in our lectionary today. Because uh, my prayer is, is very much like Solomon. It's, it's, you know, Lord, just, Lord, give me wisdom. There's a lot I still have to learn, especially about administration. But send your Holy Spirit down upon me now and give me the gifts of wisdom and understanding, an understanding heart, so I can save souls. Because that's ultimately what the church is about, right? The church is about saving souls. There's actually a verse that's not included in, in our Mass today, but it immediately follows the reading that we heard today, where God adds, I give you also what you have not asked, both riches and honor, so that no other king shall compare with you all your days. Which, of course, reminds, reminds us of Jesus' words in the Sermon on the Mount when he says, Seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things shall be yours as well. So that was kind of what was on my heart um, when I was sitting with these readings. But what about you, you know? What, 
what prayers, works, joys, sufferings, burdens, responsibilities, what do you have? What do you have weighing on you? What do you have on your heart? Because God is asking you as well what he asked Solomon. Ask something of me. Bring me your cares, in other words. Bring me your concerns. He's working in us and through us right now, and God has a plan for us right now. So I, I think our second reading, you know, um, even though it wasn't necessarily, it, we're reading continuously through Romans, but, you know, I think it lines up perfectly uh, with our first reading, our second reading from St. Paul, where he says, Brothers and sisters, we know that all things work for good for those who love God. It's important that we note um, what St. Paul is not saying here. Sometimes we can interpret this to mean all things work out good for those who love God. <laughs> that would be the prosperity gospel. That's not what St. Paul is saying. Um, we don't preach a prosperity gospel. Not all things are good or work out well. But what we are saying is for those who love God, who seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, he causes all things to contribute to our ultimate good. Even sickness, failure, persecution, and even death itself. And what a priceless treasure. What a priceless treasure the kingdom of God is. This is what our Lord Jesus is saying in our parables we heard today. He gives us several more parables in Matthew's gospel to illustrate this for us. It is like a treasure buried in a field which a person finds and hides again and out of joy goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. I think one thing that's interesting to note here is that if you're going to find the treasure buried in the field, you have to be digging. Those who just speed by on the highway of life will never find it. Do you ever find yourself speeding by on the highway of life? I sometimes do. I think there's a couple of ways we can interpret these parables uh, today. On the one hand, these parables, as I mentioned last Sunday, are very clearly about the kingdom manifested on earth as the Catholic Church that Jesus founded, which in some ways is, is hidden, which starts small like a mustard seed, which grows slowly which is hard to find, which is mixed in with weeds as well as wheat, good fish and bad fish. And many of you who are converts to the faith, I think will find uh, your story very much paralleling these parables about how you, your own experience of finding your way into the Catholic Church. You were digging and digging perhaps 
And suddenly your spade hit something solid and you started to ask yourself, oh my goodness, is this it? Have I found the truth at last? And you were willing to leave everything you had to buy the field with this treasure. But I think the, um, we can also interpret these parables, and this is, I'll end with this. We can also interpret these parables of the kingdom in a spiritual sense. The treasure buried in a field is God who draws near to us in the person of Jesus Christ. We won't find this treasure if we're simply speeding by on the highway of life, neglecting to stop and dig. First in our worship, at Mass, and in the Eucharist, but also every day in silent prayer. So we're attuned to encounter God in the ordinary moments of our lives. So let's ask God in this Mass today to give us the wisdom, give us an understanding heart, give us the grace to seek first his kingdom and trust that all the other things will be given to us besides. As Pope Benedict XVI said, Jesus himself is the treasure. Communion with him is the pearl of great price.